Creative Brain Candy by creators for creators. Damn it, Spock. God damn it. Captain, what I have done... What you have done is betray every man on the ship. Worse, I've betrayed you. I do not expect you to forgive me. Forgive you? I had to knock you on your goddamn ass. If you think it would help. You want me to hold him, Jim? You stay out of this. Why, Spock? Why? I... All you had to do was pull the trigger. If I had pulled the trigger, Cyborg would be dead. I ordered you to defend your ship. You ordered me to kill my brother. But the man may be a fellow Vulcan, but that doesn't... No, 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 Captain. You do not understand. Cyborg also is a son of Sarek. You mean he's your brother, brother? You made that up. I did not. You did too. Cyborg couldn't possibly be your brother because I happen to know for a fact you don't have a brother. Technically, you are correct. I do not have a brother. Hey, you see? See? I have a half-brother. I gotta sit down. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we continue the summer of Star Trek as we get sauced and review the movie that asks, what if you rewrote Star Trek the motion picture, but from V'ger's point of view? It's 1989, Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. But first, he's the touchy-feely, emotional Vulcan who just wants to hug my stoic, reasoned Vulcan who can't shoot him to save the ship. It's James. How you doing, James? Um, live long and fuck off. <laughs> and he's the captain with an invincibility complex who I'm constantly saving. It's Rob. Rob? Did, did you say invincibility or invisibility? I said invincibility. Well, I want to be in... told somebody we're not doing Harry Potter today, so. Yeah. I'm doing good, by the way. Thanks. Um, just finished my strawberries and whipped cream. Oh, my God. The H is not silent. It is not whipped cream. Okay, say it with me, Crowley. No more. Say it with me, Crowley. No, God damn it. No, I am a, I am a, I am the consummate professional. I will, I will not, I will not be messing up the recording more than I already fucking do. Okay, well, you know, you were already recording when we were doing this earlier, so it'll be in the outtakes. No. Well, now you're just making but, work for Jason. <laughs> yeah. James, what's happening around CBC this week? Uh, you know what? Drunkenomics took the week off because hangovers. Uh, STD still canceled, but they're also covering Victor Hoffman. Look for that episode to drop on Thursdays. Every Thursday, STD. Uh, Bad Gamers Anonymous is for some reason is not covering Ghost of Tsushima this week, but they will be covering it next week uh, uh, with special guest Crowley. Please look forward to it, as Yoshi P used to say. Uh, now, is, is, that a, is that an episode where y'all discuss what Ghost of Tsushima could have been since it hasn't <laughs> you know released? What? Just because you don't play the game doesn't mean that it hasn't released. I don't know. It, I haven't seen is, anybody else in, playing the game either. Well, I've been playing it and it's fantastic. In, in your fact, head? I was kind of hoping I could just talk about that instead of this movie. Uh, no. Also... Uh, Simply Stogies presents Cigars and Coffee has a new episode out on YouTube as of today. Go check that out. We talk with David Howell, the new reviewer, cigar reviewer at uh, simplystogies.com. And of course, uh, Cooking with Rob is a fictional show. That it is. Yet you you keep bringing it up. Fictional. He He longs for it. it. He longs for it to be a real show. He does. He won't let it die. 
I wish you would bring it on as a real show. I think it would be hilarious to make fun of you on yet another podcast. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Rob, you got some news for us this week. Um, I do. Um, I, d- I took a couple shits because uh, I promised. Just a uh, couple? Just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> He's been taking um, our advice. He's been eating cheese for most of the week and then, yep, yep. <laughs> then loosening it up at the end so you can get that good, good news. I don't want to know how you loosen it up because I'll be honest here. Here's here's a quick rabbit hole we'll go down. I used to know a guy whose dad had to be rushed to the hospital because he was constipated and decided to put a pencil in his asshole. We called him pencil pusher from then on. Oh, my God. That is not a joke. That is a real life story. Oh, my God. Don't try that mm. at home. Don't. No. Medically unsafe. Okay. Can I get, can I go on? <laughs> yeah, follow that, Rob. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how, but I'll try. Um, so James McAvoy uh, was on, uh, was it James Gordon? Gordon. No, Jimmy Fallon. Sorry. He was on Jimmy Fallon. Oh, wait, man, wait, wait, that's wait, wait. terrible. How did you mess that up? Man, I don't know, because I read something else earlier about James Corden. Um, anyway, so James McAvoy was on Jimmy Fallon er- uh, earlier in the week, and he said um, he wants to take over all of Patrick Stewart's roles as a younger no. version of him. So no. that includes being a younger Jean-Luc Picard. No. Well, we know he can shave his head, so... Okay, I don't care that he can shave his head. He made a shitty Xavier. He'd make a shitty Picard. Just because you got cast as a young somebody doesn't mean that you can now go back and and redo all of the shit that the original actor did, but just be younger. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. He already uh, staked the claim. Well, but... Took it away from Tom Hardy and everything. Tom Hardy Hardy staked the claim before Tim or Jim McAvoy... James. James. His name McAvoy. is James. There you go. Good Jimmy job. Jimmy X-Man is what Jimmy I want to call him. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, no. This, this is stupid. It's stupid. By, by the way, Tom Hardy's best role uh, is, is in uh, uh, the, the Peaky Blinders. You think? Yes. 100%. I, I love him in that role. I haven't seen Peaky Blinders, so. Oh, you got to watch Peaky Blinders. It might not be sci-fi, but it's so fucking good. We'll it's got the scarecrow in it. The Scarecrow is the, the lead character. Peaky Blind. Okay. All right. What else you got, Rob? Um, so Star Trek Lower Decks released a trailer. Looks pretty good. Haven't seen it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'll I'm watch intrigued. it. You still have all I'm access? Intrigued. Yeah. No, but I'll get, I'll get all access for it. Here's the thing. So if you remember, there's a, there was an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation called Lower Decks, which is what mm-hmm. this is all kind of based on right and it ended on a really somber note well the guy who ended up getting promoted who was a guy who really really wanted to get promoted they kind of made this character for this show like they redid it and they amped it up to 11 so i'm intrigued is it going to be shit i don't know because it's from the original creators uh or the guys who did uh rick and morty right right yep yeah so how bad can it really be well but they're good they're, they're taking the comedy of rick and morty and they're distilling it down and censoring it for Star Trek. So you tell me how shitty that could be. How do you know they're dumbing it how, down how do you and know censoring gonna, it? Because yeah, you haven't even watched it yet. Because they're not going to let Rick and Morty type comedy 
unfettered on a Star Trek show. It's it's just not going to sure happen. They've that? got a brand it's all to access. protect. They've got a it's brand to protect. Hey, this, look this if, just Picard, if if they can if they can say the f bomb in Picard, they can do Rick and Morty yeah, in space. Absolutely, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, but like they all okay, access. So, so dropping it's the not f bomb towards kids. Dropping the f bomb in Picard is a lot different than a lot of the lines that they push in Rick and Morty. Star Trek yeah. is getting the adult cartoon treatment in Star Trek Lower Decks. Okay, we'll see how. Now, it, we'll see. We'll see. You know what? I, I let me let me just quote uh, a certain admiral here when I say the sheer fucking hubris that you don't think that Star Trek would go here. I just don't. I don't think Paramount is willing to risk risk the 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 Star Trek brand on on Rick and Morty brand comedy. Oh yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. I just hope that they do. Like I don't think they will. I think this is going to be shit and I can't wait to come back and be like, yeah, this show is just fucking awful. Man, you flip back and forth so quickly. <laughs> well, yeah, I hope I I hope Rob, I'm in your camp. I'm hoping that it's good. I will watch it. I I will get all access again and I will watch it. But well, August. The, like the realist in me is going, and Jason's probably fucking right. Yeah. I'm not getting all access until Picard relaunches. But Discovery Season yeah, 3 is going to come out about, before that. Yeah, yeah but don't I don't Discovery. watch shit shows, so I don't need well, to get is, all access to that. That's just not that. true. That's, that is that's totally inaccurate. You have, yeah. you have proven that over and yeah. over again on this over. show alone. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That I will not yeah. watch Discovery? You're right. No, that no, you watch that shit you, shows. Yeah, yeah, shit shows, yeah. And yet I yeah. don't watch Discovery, which is a shit show. So how do you explain that? How do you know you've never seen it? Yeah, you've never I have seen no it. Idea. You have no frame of reference. How many episodes of Discovery have you seen? One. I watched, That's all I needed. I watched the first one. That's all well, I needed. Okay, yeah. so wait. So out of, tw- let's just say 20 episodes, you've watched one. That's 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 one twentieth. Out of and you're able to just make that that proclamation that declaration. I mean, if that's the case, you probably never watched the Next Generation. However, you did get if past that I, first episode that was really rough. Oh, Farpoint was not rough. Well, it is not what it was later on. Farpoint Shows actually, I mean, Farpoint sucked you in pretty quick. I mean they they were yeah. they were really smart in bringing in Q on the first fucking episode. Okay. Which, by the way, Q doesn't need a starship, just FYI. That's true. Well, it's because he's not a god. <laughs> what he's else you got this week, Rob? Uh, the last thing I've got is that there is some weird clustering of TNOs, which are trans-Neptunian objects that are on the far outer solar system. Um, and at first they thought it was a planet X or planet nine, uh, not to be confused with Pluto, which is a planet despite what anybody else says. Yeah. It's a planet. Fuck, Pl- fuck Pluto's. Planet. Yeah. Pluto's a planet. So <laughs> planet lies. X or planet 10, uh, they're looking for out there. Um, if they find but it now, it's coming, it's going to bring the apocalypse probably, but yeah. now they're thinking that it could possibly be a black hole the size of a grapefruit. Wait, we've got a black hole in the fucking solar system? That's what they're thinking. We're all going to die. Yeah. Who's thinking like this? It, uh, there is a study that was conducted by Dr. Avi Rob Loeb. Van Rob. A professor of <laughs> science at Harvard. And Amir Shiraj, a, 
Harvard undergraduate student. You have it's butchered been, that name. Shut up. Um, <laughs> the paper was published in the Astrophysical Journal letters, uh, and they're saying that in the vicinity of a black hole, small bodies that approach it will melt as a result of the heating from the background accretion of gas from the interstellar medium okay. onto uh, the black hole. Can, can we just wait? Can we just can we put the brakes on for just a second? Black holes are formed when a star collapses, right? It goes supernova, and then it collapses. Supposedly. Well, that's right. one way black holes are formed, yes. Okay, what's the other way? Well, any any object. Like, did a grapefruit fucking any, uh, implode? Well, it's <laughs> something large enough to uh, to go down to the size of a grapefruit imploded. But it would still suck. Like, if a planet got close enough to it, it would suck the fucking planet into it because it's well, a goddamn it's black doing. hole. Poss- right. I mean, it depends upon... The, the, the size, size of the so of the eventually black hole. we're gonna get sucked into the fucking black hole. No, no, not it's only the size of a grapefruit. It's a tiny black hole. So you gotta. I know so, it's gonna hurt a lot. <laughs> gravity, it, it's the inverse square law. So so the effect of gravity English. loses English. <laughs> the the effect of gravity loses half of its pull for every unit of distance. So the the far the farther away that you get from something, the the exponential. Well, how amount far of pull do I have to run on. from a grapefruit to fucking not go in the black hole? Uh, you're, you're far good. enough away. You're fine. You're safe now. I don't believe I don't believe either one of you. Let's get the name that you butchered on the phone and find out if that's accurate. <laughs> all right. So while you're working on that, um, we're gonna move on. That's all I've got. <laughs> Uh, ba- basically, there's a small black hole, and uh, is it next to Uranus? <laughs> yeah, now, no, cats anus. Are they, we are discovered they that yesterday. Hypothesizing wow. that there might be a black hole, or are they saying they, that the they're confident that a, it is a black hole and not some other phenomenon? I, I they, find it. I find I'm skeptical that this is an actual black hole. It's a theory. It's one of the theories because they they can't find the planet. <laughs> okay, so. Right? You got to watch using theory when you're talking about science because theory has a special meaning whenever you talk about science. <laughs> what do I care? I'm just reporting news, dude. Are they calling it a theory or are they calling it a hypothesis? There are theories that it could, in fact, be a black okay, hole. Okay, but you're that just quoting some journalist who isn't a scientist. A Did you actually read any of the study or the abstract? <laughs> Why would I do that? Because, for fuck's sake. All right. I didn't I didn't right. have that long Why? of a shit. <laughs> Eat more cheese, Rob. Yes. Who's ready for a pod Forty? crawl? Oh yes, my please. gosh. All right. You know what? Fuck it. I am doing like I am doing superhero news from now on. All right. Uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier not coming out in August. It's been postponed until well, no indefinitely. Shit. All right. In, there. Until there's COVID's another one. Done. Good or job, until Rob. they can finish the last nine hours of production that they need to get done. Oh, my God. That's Let's, it? Wait, wait, wait. You're yeah, telling me have, there's only nine hours of production and they can't get it out by August? According to uh, was it Anthony Mackey, they had about one day or about nine hours worth of filming that they need to do to finish Well, yeah, the they show. can't get all those people together. I mean, that yeah. nine hours of filming is probably like a week's worth of work. Just yeah. put it on a fucking home camcorder at this point. Everybody record your lines from the from from the comfort of your own home and let's just pump this thing out. <laughs> we'll just CGI the rest of it. Damn. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Let's do this. All right, let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl.
Pod crawl, pod crawl, excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. On a shithole of a planet called Nimbus 3, also known as the planet of galactic peace, a half-crazed nomad is digging shitholes in the middle of a desert. When a mysterious rider approaches, Demon the shithole-digging shit nomad pulls out a rifle. So much for the planet of peace. The rider, a smiling Vulcan, just wants to hug it out, and to know if this rag smells like ether. Meanwhile in Yosemite, <laughs> Kirk, Spock, and Bones are enjoying some R&R camping. Kirk fancies himself a rock climber and plummets to his immediate doom, but Spock doesn't want to clean up the mess, so he saves Kirk with his rocket boots. McCoy argle bargles about respecting life, and later they all fail miserably at singing Row Your Boat. On the Enterprise A, Scotty is cleaning up a mess he didn't create, for once. The new ship is half-baked, nothing works like it should, and Scotty is struggling with the bane of his existence, transporters. Starfleet calls the Enterprise with an urgent message. The ambassadors from the Federation, the Klingon Empire, and the Romulan Star Empire have all been captured, and are held hostage. The Enterprise is to head out, ready or not, to Nimbus 3 and rescue the ambassadors, because reasons. A Klingon bird of prey carrying the Klingon bodybuilding team, is also on the way to Nimbus 3, because the captain, has a huge man crush on Kirk. After arriving at Nimbus 3, Kirk devises a plan where Uhura sexy dances to lure all the numbnuts three horn dogs to an ambush, and then use their rags as a disguise to get into the camp. After that, it's anyone's guess as it all erupts into chaos. Kirk makes his way into the blatant cantina ripoff, finds the ambassadors, and, surprise, is immediately double-crossed. The ambassadors have drank the Kool-Aid, and are now helping their captor. Their captor, it turns out, is Spock's long-lost half-brother Cybok. He's the Vulcan nobody likes to talk about, because he embraced his emotions, wears robes and sandals, and is always coming around asking for money, and a couch to sleep on while looking for Shakari. Cybok finally found the way to Shakari thanks to the voice in his head, and is now handing out hugs, and questionable therapy, to those who would help him get there. <laughs> Cybok, and the ambassadors, take the captured Enterprise crew back to the ship, and they walk off to the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, no wait, the Great Barrier, in the center of the galaxy. It turns out the Great Barrier, is just a big smoke and mirrors show, to keep the kids off the lawn, and the Enterprise, makes it inside with little trouble. Shakari, is a bright blue planet, that looks like a bright blue star raising the question of if anyone attached to this movie knows what the difference between a planet, and a star is. Kirk, Bones, Spock, and Cybok touch down on planet Sean Connery about five miles away from where they need to be, so they have to hike across treacherous terrain to go see God. They make a good guess on where to stop, because they were using no instruments to guide their way, and after Cybok raises his arms for a big god-sized bear hug, the scene darkens, rocks erupt from the ground, and they find themselves on a soundstage. The great and powerful Oz reveals himself. He's looking for a hot air balloon to take him back to Kansas, so that he can be with his worshippers, and Dorothy is thrilled to provide the balloon they arrived in. The scarecrow, however, wants to know what a great and powerful being like the wizard needs with a hot air balloon. Surely, a wizard with command of so many lights, and so much smoke, could easily go anywhere he wished. The cowardly lion pleads to the scarecrow, to not anger the great and powerful Oz. Oz, not being one to take lip from a bag of hay, smacks the scarecrow down. The tin man also questions why a powerful being like Oz would need a balloon, and gets smacked down as well. Dorothy, realizing she could go home anytime she wanted, starts to click her heels and... Wait, wrong movie. Cybok, realizing that God isn't really God, but some prisoner looking for a getaway car, moves in on God to hug it out. 
While Cybok is distracting Oz, Kirk and crew run back to the shuttle. Scotty has finally fixed the transporters, kinda, and beams Bones and Spock aboard. But the Klingon bodybuilding team take that exact moment to take a pot shot at the Enterprise, disabling the transporters again. The Klingon ambassador tells the Klingon captain to stop being so passive-aggressive about his man-crush. So the Klingon captain beams Kirk aboard the Bird of Prey, and then shoots God in the face. With everything all wrapped up, there is a big party on the Enterprise where the Klingon, Romulan, and Federation ambassadors have a big three-way. That may not be entirely accurate. Kirk, Bones, and Spock finish their camping trip in Yosemite, where Kirk tells them about this amazing dream he had, and Bones was there, and Spock was there. Nope, wrong movie again, and roll singing Row Your Boat Around a Campfire, credits. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I like that. I missed that one scene. <laughs> well, oh, you didn't see it. Was, wait, it was, you uh, didn't see the, the Federation ambassador was creeping on the uh, on the uh, uh, Romulan ambassador pretty hard because she was super hot. Like, oh, I don't yeah. blame it, Well, you know, she took off her, uh, her burka and... It was actually showing some, some yeah, but cleavage. she still had her she still had her head dildo. Yeah, what the that's hell? That's all right. You know what? They can do great things. She didn't even dildo. look. She didn't even look Romulan. No, uh, she looked hot. Is what she looked. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not like, really that's not really Romulan, is it? Looking <laughs> hot, but can I, all right. So I have a couple thoughts right off the bat about this movie. First, the the Great Barrier is a huge problem with this movie yeah so so no ship can get through the great barrier except right now i well, mean they say many well, have tried well, and none and have made that's it that's not entirely accurate either because they used to cross the great barrier on the outside of the galaxy all the time in the original series yep uh and actually they have visited the center of the galaxy in the episode the magics of megas 2 so where there was no great barrier and there was no planet within holding some uh, weird uh, alien prisoner. So are we saying that uh, William Shatner forgot what he was involved I, with? I, I'm going to say that William Shatner is still a better writer than George Lucas, but just barely <laughs> isn't saying much. <laughs> okay. They did both have so, yeah. cantinas in their movies, though. So. They did with weird, stupid, freaking aliens. Yeah, like, it was just like the, the, you didn't I like mean, the least, you didn't like the three boobed Catwoman. Hey, at least Shatner finally got some pussy. Oh <laughs> man, you took my joke. I actually have that written down. Kirk finally I got pussy in a movie. Did. <laughs> oh my god, he got a whole uh, face full of it, man. He really did. And then, and appara- then somehow and apparently he killed a- her just by throwing her in water. Did well, you, you see know, that? Cat, she was like, yeah, cats she don't like water. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah cats don't just, like water. Yeah, it's just stupid. So that's my first issue with this movie. The second issue is I don't know why Kim Peck looked so much like Cord. No, Cord looked so much like Kim Peck. Oh, wait, they're the same actor. That's why. I, I like that Star Trek does that. Uh, the guy who played General Cord in this movie uh, went on to play Klingon Chancellor Kim Peck. Oh, that's right. That's who right. Infamously uh, uh, made Picard the arbiter of succession. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Man, I have so much useless trek knowledge you, in my you head you do you really do you really do yeah it's almost as useless as uh all the random science shit that jason has in his head <laughs> right 
Like he starts going off about, you know, uh, I don't even know gravity, theories, and grapefruits, and theories and proofs are two different things. Uh, he said hypothesis. Whatever. Whatever. Hey, so so I have one request. Um and maybe we can get this uh maybe we can get this to the powers that be. But you know, if you're gonna reuse footage from previous oh movies, um you should really make sure that it 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 works with your current story. Um, you know, they do a whole thing of showing the enterprise as as you come up over a ship, which was the, the Excelsior. NX, the NX yeah, two thousand. Right, yeah. yeah. So it comes up over the ship, and boom, there's the Enterprise. And then, you know, what was it? Ten minutes later, you're the only ship in the quadrant, right? Except yeah, for the Excelsior, ship, who has never fucking sh- left Starbase. Yeah, our ship is yeah, broken. It's not out boss. of space dock ever. Yeah, our our ship well, he is took broken. The deep batteries boss. out of it. Yeah, yeah. He took the deep batteries out of it. Yeah, and they're green. still looking oh, for which, those fuckers, and they blew up yeah. on the original Enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, that's the that's the dumbest thing. Well, well, aren't there other sheep ships? No, no, you're the only one in range with an experienced crew. So take the experienced crew and put it on a ship that freaking works. Yeah, no shit. Right? Well, no, no, we're going to go out half cocked. So since we're talking about the ship, I did want to bring this up. So a couple episodes ago, we were talking about where the Enterprise A came from. And the Enterprise A, and, then, and so... There's no official canon on whether the Enterprise A was a, a brand new ship or uh, a renamed uh, ship that was already under commission. Right. The said that two episodes ago. Yeah, I'm I'm recapping. He just oh, you're Rob. recapping. It's called oh. a recap in the oh, biz, okay. Rob. Jesus gotcha. Christ! I thought he was just trying to confirm, like like he came up with all this research on the fly. No, find more names you can just slaughter. Oh my God. Find more names. All right. <laughs> Dumbledore. Quietly. Oh Harry Potter. So anyways, it's, <laughs> there's, there's a couple of theories and, and most of these are off of literature and not actually out of the, uh, out of the movies or TV shows. But um, Gene Roddenberry said that it might've been the Yorktown uh, that was uh, recommissioned, but that doesn't make sense because the Yorktown was actually in service in uh, Star Trek Four, it was one of the the ships that it, that was disabled whenever the probe came through, and the Tiho was a new ship that they had been building and were about to commission. And whenever the the Enterprise got blowed up, uh, they they decided to rename the Tiho to the Enterprise A. That's the that's the prevalent theory as to where this came from because the fact that they would have made an entirely new galaxy or not galaxy, but constitution class refit ship within it was less than a year, right? Less than yeah. a year between four and five. Well, yeah, they were just on shore leave. Yeah. Yeah. So they had literally just been given. Well, the ship. And, and four, they had already taken the ship out and went somewhere. No, they didn't. Did they? No, they just got to the ship. No. So this is literally probably two weeks. Maybe two months after they got the ship. Oh, Scotty's no, been no, working on it and all uh, no, no, no. Two weeks, two weeks or no, three, because uh, Kirk did say, uh, Scotty, you, you said you could have it done in two and two I gave and you I three. Gave three. Well, but that yeah. was and after it's their, still not done. that was after their original shakedown. So they had already taken yeah, the I, ship out at the beginning of this say movie month, and, and brought it I back in. I would say month, month to four months. Yeah. Cause Scotty's like, they don't make them like they used to. So it's obviously a brand new ship. 
why did they build a new con- uh, a new constitution class when they've got the Excelsior class right there? Well, it's because even they has can't the find NX, the D batteries yet, right? But it still has the NX. Uh, um, yeah, so it's still an experimental platform. Yeah, it's still yeah the the NX the I, whatever the the demarcation NX two thousand. Yeah, well, no, I mean, there's, yeah, it's got the NX instead of the NCC, right? Which was a big sticking point that fans hated with Enterprise, but they hated everything with Enterprise. So fuck them. Why did what? Oh, because the, the Enterprise inter- was an NX, right? Right. Yeah, it was an NX01, wasn't it? I don't remember. All I remember is uh, DePaul was hot. It's really all I remember. <laughs> and Hoshi. So, and Hoshi, anyways, yeah. the the the, the prevalent oh, theory yeah. is that it's the USS Tiho. Um, that was renamed to the USS Enterprise A. Um, Why are they building new Constitution class ships? I don't understand. Well, with the Excelsior class still a, an experiment, um, an experimental platform, they still need to you know replenish ships that they have in service. And even whenever you come up with a new platform, you're not necessarily going to decommission old platforms or deprecate old platforms. You may still build those for a little while during the transition. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Sure. I want to say whenever they oh. came up with, uh, uh, what is it? What's the, is it the, the Gerald Ford class carriers? Is that the, is that the new class? I think so. Yeah. So I want to say whenever they came up with the Gerald Ford class carriers, they still had a Nimitz class that was being built. If you say so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, at least I acknowledge my useless information. Well, congratulations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just trying to explain and answer your question. It, it was more rhetorical than anything. I oh. just like to bitch about things, Jason. Oh. I don't need you to explain why things are the way they are. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they just, I hate, I, I just want to bitch. Just let me bitch. <laughs> okay, bitch away. I already did. God damn it. Then you ruined my bitching. By explaining why I shouldn't bitch. That's why and I'm now here. I'm pissed that I can't fucking bitch. That's why I'm here to piss you off. Oh, God damn it. Well, mission fucking accomplished. All right. So you can Vulcan neck pinch a horse. No, yeah. no, that wasn't a horse. That was, oh, that was, that a, unicorn, was a unicorn. Right. Yeah, it was a unicorn. It Whatever. had the horn and all. It was a juvenile unicorn. It, yeah, it had the short all the way horn, yet. A micro yeah. horn. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna okay. let that sit there i'm, I'm yeah. trying not thank to, you dude. thank you thank you <laughs> i'm really trying not to rob I, I look you should be proud of me i had self-control the one time okay you don't want me to have self-control at all i want you to have self-control all the time well you were asking for a miracle much like you do every night when you pray to god that he takes away your micro penis and gives you a big boy penis but I promised him a starship. <laughs> uh, well, also, why can you not use the brig chairs when you're in space dock? The brig chairs? Yeah. So there was a big warning above that chair in the brig whenever uh, Kirk hit the button to, to bring it out. It said, do not use chair while in space dock. Oh, I didn't read that. Um, Did you pause my, the movie to read that? No. It was on my that guess, scene long enough for me to read. <laughs> my my guess is it would throw you all out of whack, you know, because now all of a sudden you're using uh, space docks uh, inertial dampers. 
What? I don't know. I don't what? know. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at Rob trying to techno babble like he's on the <laughs> show. Yeah. Good I, job. I, I, don't, I don't know. No, I thought it was I thought it was fun that Scotty was actually not useless in this movie. Well, yeah, until he, he hit his head. Until he hit his head. Yeah. Well, right, yeah. look, this <laughs> that was a, this movie starts off on a on a pretty bad note to begin with. Did anybody believe that William Shatner could ever in the history of ever? Uh, no, no. Climb a I, You don't even have to say it. No, no. Okay. But he did actually just, train to do that. I mean, he didn't do all the the, the climbing. There was a stuntman that did it, but uh, some of the close up scenes where he was actually doing some of the climbing, he he actually trained to do some of that. I, look, I, I love the Shat man as much as you know. I love most of my family, probably more than what I love most of my family. But I'm just saying. Nobody thought that was believable. So, what? While was, we're well, there, how old was he in this movie? Over fifty. Yeah. He, well, he was, obviously, he'd been over fifty for a while. I'm guessing he had to be mid fifties. Yeah, I want to say he was like fifty five or so. Let's see. And he's not in research. I, on I the don't fly. I, look. I don't want to. I don't. I, I don't want to disparage an old man. Um, but he wasn't in the greatest shape. Like he should have just taken the fucking rocket boots. Right. So he was born in 1931. Uh, the movie was 1989. Say, well, let's say he, he filmed it in 88. So that's going to be 57, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't I don't see it out of shape. 57-year-old. Uh, Hoisting himself up a yeah, crevice? No. I'll, I'll be honest. I was looking for the girdle on the stuntman. <laughs> as, as they... <laughs> But I didn't see it. So I was like, oh, this just is not realistic. Yeah, that's not Shatner. There's yeah, no girdle. No. That's what I, that's what I was like. Look, it, it harkened back to the days of watching the original series where, especially that fight scene uh, uh, between uh, Khan and Khan, Kirk, where yeah. the actors did not, the, like the stuntmen looked nothing <laughs> like and the actors didn't. portraying characters. So. Right, and they didn't try to hide it or anything. Right. Smear well, some Vaseline on, like, the, on the lens and throw you in a wig. <laughs> Yep. And they were like, ah, fuck it. You don't need the girdle. Can you climb with a girdle? No. All right. Well, then don't worry about the girdle. Just, just, just climb. <laughs> and Spock looked at it. They all looked out of shape except for McCoy. And he just looks sick. Dude, well, McCoy's old. McCoy, McCoy looked he's like, <laughs> McCoy looked like a dandy with that. But uh, oh my God, Spock was drinking some fucking beer jacket. between four and five. Yeah. He had a he had a beer gut going on. Like, what the fuck? He didn't look that fat in fucking 2009 reboot. Yeah, he uh, he'd he'd gotten a little thick. <laughs> <laughs> Probably after he read this script, it was just like, well, fuck. <laughs> Somebody get me a lot of beer. I just already like signed the contract on this. Get ton of beer. Can Spock die again? Right. Can we can we make that happen? But honestly, it's this amazing was- to me though. I, look, I want to talk about the cast for just a second. I'm sorry, I know you were getting ready to say something, but these these assholes, all of them, they're all pissed at Shatner for one reason or another. But they kept fucking doing movies with him. No, really, the only one that was really pissed at Shatner was uh, Takai. Well, why? Isn't it Takai? Takai, Takai, whatever. I don't know. Potato, it's- tomato. Wait, okay, hold on a second. Yeah. So so you got Takei, or I'm sorry, you've got Sulu and and um Chekhov uh-huh. in yeah. the woods uh-huh. lost. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They seemed like the same type of woods as 
where the others yes. they, they were in Yosemite yes. as well. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So it, it's it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. No, They're it not was daytime when they when they were contacted right. by the communicator. Right, right. And then it was nighttime for the other three, and they're not like, hey, where did the other two guys go? They didn't give a shit. I don't think they were, they probably had two separate campsites. They had two separate campsites. Hey, we're all going to go to Yosemite, but uh, yeah. you uh, you well, second yeah. great actors, <clears throat> Jesus Christ, you're going like over going there. puberty. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what happens when Once you swallow Once that testicle dick. drops, your, your voice starts changing, yeah. I know, but I, at least I don't have a micro penis. So look, uh, yeah, they were just t- two different campsites. They were all in Yosemite, like on shore leave, doing whatever. But yeah, and also, like, I, I don't want to put any weird theories out there because Rob's already done something that needs to be edited out. <laughs> but maybe, maybe the two of them were uh, just needed a little quiet time. Rob, it's Nothing possible wrong with that. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Oh, and what was with that uh, kind of hint of a love story between Uhura and Scotty? Well, that wasn't a hint of a love story. Dude, they were all over each other. They were all over each other. You know, when Uhura was doing her nudie scene, she was was hoping Scotty was there. Was that actually Nichelle Nichols? She was thinking of Scotty. I don't know, but it was supposed to be. It was uh, not the silhouette. Oh, hell no. You don't think she the was silhouette was, no, was Michelle Nichols? You think that was no. a body double? I, it had to have been. That, oh, somebody's that, had to have asked this question on the internet and had it answered. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Here goes Rob. Here Let me go. check my library. Hold on. I'll, I'll look for the close-up. Hold on. <laughs> she Okay, so this is the first movie. I, like This is the fifth movie. Uh-huh. She's starting to look a little old. Like I, I would probably be like, I'll do it because you're Uhura. Well, I don't know really if, if that reason. was if that was her silhouette. She's still pretty tight. That is not her silhouette. I I don't know. Okay, um, so apparently Nichols is an accomplished dancer and singer, yeah. and supposedly she is the one that actually sang and danced in the movie. She's well, that's, still like that pretty palm tight. Leaf, She's that got palm some- leaf was was hiding a lot. Well, I'm I'm pretty I'm sure look, she I'm thinking wasn't. of the legs and overall silhouette. I mean, that, that's oh yeah, the legs for, and all, yeah, but the, she had a palm leaf covering her boobies because you know, and that she was I'll probably just be, wearing a onesie or something. I'm just gonna say a one piece. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that she was low. fully nude. She probably wasn't fully nude for the the filming, but I'm just why this, why not why not why, why not? not? Look, the palm leaf was low. I'm guessing that she was that she was like, look, 20 years ago that palm leaf would have been a little bit higher. You know what I'm saying? 20 years. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. All right. I'm still saying understand. that. Uh, are are those, you saying that those, she's got second titties? And, and yeah, that. Yeah. yeah th- Rob. Yes. That is. Thank you okay. for spelling it out. Like you just couldn't leave the innuendo alone. You had to be like, I, uh, you know, we, you we do have some uh, very slow listeners. Um, we have a very slow, a very slow co-host. I wanted to make sure Caden could understand what, uh, oh, what we yeah. were trying to get at. fired. Wow. What is it? You what, you have some kind of grudge against the BGA group? No, he's just the youngest one of our network. So I figured I'd, um, you know, it was it was proven last night that he doesn't know what tits look like. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we played Jackbox last night with uh, with uh, Kat BGA, and basically. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
And yeah, like if you never played Jackbox, go play it. It's fun stuff. Yeah. But like do it with friends. Yeah, definitely more do it with friends. Yeah. It's it's more fun don't, with friends. Don't, don't just jump into a random room with strangers. Yeah. Somebody tried to do that. That was I know that was God damn, Rob, that's the fucking joke. That was weird. Why uh, do you spell everything out? No, Jason, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that was weird how think, that happened. Like, can we get him some comedy classes or something? Uh, like maybe I don't know, a podcasting course? Yeah, we need to get him a helmet first. <laughs> so when he so, falls down, he doesn't hurt himself. <laughs> This movie, that's funny. This movie was not as bad as I remember it. I mean, it still wasn't good. the The plot was dumb. Uh, the 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 effects yeah. were subpar for a Star Trek movie. Weren't. These are the worst effects that I've seen out of the five movies that we reviewed. Okay, but okay, fine. I'll give you that. But they're still not as bad as what some stuff was that, that was getting pumped out about the same time. No, they weren't. But. They weren't as good as the previous four movies. And, well, it's because you know, ILM wasn't involved. Advances. Oh, yeah. It was you. No, I'm saying IL. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ILM. ILM I thought you said because I wasn't involved. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I should have. I should have said that. The only no, ILM. Rob's involved in are home yeah. movies, and I don't want to. Yeah, talk ILM about wasn't involved because they were busy working on The Last Crusade during this time, which is also why Sean Connery wasn't Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Wait, Connery was supposed to be Cybok? Yeah, they mm-hmm. wanted Connery. Man, he dodged a fucking bullet. Well, that's why they named the planet Shakari. It was a play on Sean Connery's name. That's, okay, that's just lame. Fucking Shatner. That's just dumb. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that was Shatner. I think that was Herb Bennett. Okay, that fucking Bennett. That was fucking dumb. That's just stupid. <sighs> Fuck. Now I'm getting back into where I hate this movie. Stop telling me shit about this movie. I'm going to hate it. <laughs> like that, like today I watched them like, this is acceptable. This is passable. This is not, this is not, uh, 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 insurrection. This is, this is good. This is okay. I can, I can live with this, which is more than I can say with like half the fucking star Wars movies. I'm like, I can live with this. And now you're telling me shit. And it's just like bringing up bad shit. Cause I hate the cyborg character. I hate the cyborg character. Why? Because I think it's a fucking weak character. Number one, I hated when in Discovery when all of a sudden fucking Michael is Spock's sister, but not really sister. Number one. Number two, they don't Wait, have a daughter. Is that discuss, a yeah, adopted adopted yeah. sister. And then they they, they did, haven't daughter. even brought up Cybok yet. Like you see all this stuff in their past, but no, there's no Cybok. And number three, I hated Cybok. Spock doesn't have a brother. If Spock had a brother. And he sees his brother on the fucking fuse screen, fucking taking hostages. Spock, logical Spock would be like, that's my brother, Captain. But no, we've got to wait until he's got fucking gunpoint being ordered by Kirk to be like, shoot this motherfucker. To go, that's my brother, man. I can't do it. It's dumb. It is dumb. And now I hate this fucking movie. It is right there with fucking insurrection. Fuck this movie. (laughs) Uh, God damn. I... Didn't actually mind the character Cyborg. I thought it was an interesting twist on both a Vulcan and a villain. So it's it's throwing both Vulcans and villains on their heads. This is a this is a villain, and he was the villain of the movie. He was the antagonist. This is a, a villain who is doing what he's doing for what he thinks are totally benevolent or benef fuck benevolent, benevolent yeah, reasons. Yeah. And yeah, he's a Vulcan yeah. that that 
is embracing his emotions, using those emotions to to find his higher purpose in life, which is the exact opposite of all Vulcans ever. Can we talk about the photon torpedo? What and about how it? it was very contained? It was very contained. That's not what photon torpedoes typically do. They blow holes in the side of giant spaceships. Uh, and these guys were able to run after the photon torpedo was fired. Uh, it was a slow the blast yeah, by slow jumping torpedo. over some rocks. That's not that. That's, that's it blew that's a pretty right. big hole in the planet, though. But I, they again, survived. that makes this, it, it, that makes it even worse. Right. How did they how did they survive? No, I God I absorbed you. it all. <laughs> well, and not God only that, but torpedo. God took a photon torpedo to the face and survived. But just a, a few Klingon disruptor bolt blasts and he's gone. He was so weakened. I, he, was yeah, weakened. he was weak. I don't think he's dead. I don't think he died. I think the that he was weakened by both of those where it, like it hurt him. He was crying out in what I assume is pain. Otherwise, he was just crying out for no reason, which is kind of stupid. So hopefully he was crying out in pain and he was he he was trying to kill Kirk. But thankfully, it was established at the beginning of the movie that Kirk could climb rocks. So he was able to climb to the top of a of a, of a rock pile and uh, was saved by a blast. I don't think the guy's dead. I don't think whatever he was. He's not a Q. There's been people who say he's a Q. Q is omnipotent. Q, the continuum does things to those who, who like, they don't lock him on a planet like right. that. So he's not, he's not a fucking Q. Yeah. If, and and if anything, they make him mortal. That's what they yeah. do to Well, sometimes. Them. They take yeah. away the Q powers. Yeah, that's what I was about to say is, is the Q continuum can take away their powers. So who's to say the Q continuum can't, I don't know, lock them in the on a planet in the center of the galaxy. Not that the continuum, some of their powers, but right. Not right. The omnipotent part of their power. Right. I guess, but it's still not a Q. That's just dumb. Yeah. Like, that's just convoluted for Q. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to just bring up that also that, um, this was a very good example of a camera following an away team. Again. <laughs> Again. Again. I mean, this is like the fourth movie I where did like the, the yeah, camera but they had the shot where it was down on the side of the now of that the, no 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 that one made sense. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm okay with that. They have exterior uh sensors or exterior cameras and you can see them walking off. Okay. Great. They had like a five mile hike, right? Why is the entire crew still watching that screen and not noticing that a bird of prey showed up? Right. Oh, I, mean, I know. It's Everybody like they were still like, enraptured in that fucking view screen. Yeah. Oh my Which God. can only mean that the camera was following them around. Right. Or something like, it's like, right. Oh, this is so maybe cool. it's a drone. Oh, it eh, could be a drone, yeah, but we don't, you never, ever, uh, you never see the drones though. It's a small drone. Otherwise you'd get distracted by the drone. So it's like a nano drone. Okay. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't either. I'm just trying to give you a plausible explanation for it. It was uh, terrible. It, can we talk about how everyone's engrossed in the screen? All of the military personnel are so engrossed in the screen that they aren't watching for the fucking bird of prey that's popping up on their fucking radar. Yeah, no, you nobody's at doing, their stations doing their they're job. They're not doing their job. Yeah. No, they're Nobody watching TV. Is. They're watching the nano drone. Now I'm just going to say it's a nano drone because Rob doesn't believe it. It's a nano drone. It's a drone, roughly that the seems. size of Rob's penis. Of Rob's micro penis. Yeah, that's oh. it. 
Now does it make All sense, right. Rob? Can you visualize it? Hold on, I gotta rewrite my haiku. Oh, yeah, yeah, rewrite the haiku. <laughs> yeah. I figured that's what you were doing earlier when you went quiet. No, I was uh, reading emails. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for uh, news for next week. Right. I thought it was interesting that that Spock, even though he, you know, always embraces his logical Vulcan side, couldn't pull the trigger on his brother. I thought that was an interesting take on Spock. That was his human side coming out. Well, it was. Yeah, I mean, I, it, McCoy called it because he's like he could no sooner kill his brother than he could you. Right. So, I mean, Spock, while cold and distant, uh, is still, uh, you know, half human. And how about that sexy Vulcan midwife that uh, pulled Spock into the world? Oh, Are all I f- wanted to see her and the Romulan uh, make out. And do things are all I have the like super sexy, <laughs> right? They are. I look, I, and I'm not complaining. I don't know why you are. Don't ask I'm not complaining. Just I'm just asking it. a question. Just accept it. Accept it. Accept the gift of Vulcan hotness. Let it wash over you, and realize they only have sex every seven years. So, like, it's not like it's not as great as it's all. I mean, like, have we seen be. a non-sexy female Vulcan yet? Yes. Who? I mean, we've seen old non-sexy, yeah. Like yeah. The, the okay. Well, I mean, Katra back in Spock. No, no. Adjusting no, for age. No, hold on. No, no. Hold adjusting on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's I go back. Know, I'm not that old Let's, yet. Maybe she's hot now. Let's go back here. Um, Jason asked us if there had ever been a not sexy Vulcan, no, which I means said non-sexy female Vulcan. Female. Okay. Vulcan, yeah. I'm sorry. Non-sexy female Vulcan, which means he thought the old lady was sexy. Adjusting for age. Kink shame him? Are you trying to, yeah. Are you being an ageist? No, I just look like how look, you like grandmas. There's such a thing that's called gilf, man. Like, leave him alone. Stop kink shaming, Rob. Jesus Christ. I would think somebody with a micro penis, a sexual disability, if you, you know, as it were, would understand other people's, uh, you know, hangups. Like, a fucking. And you've got categories on in your library for just this sort of thing. So. No, I don't. I no. think we talked about some last night. No, I I stay away from the grandmas. That's not mm-hmm. true because I've been on Pornhub. <laughs> That's the oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't supposed to find that category. Uh huh. That was supposed to be hidden. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. didn't they park closer? Did they just uh, need because a, it, a, no 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 it got taken chair? over. It got taken over. Okay, he then why ha- did had God no make them walk five miles? Uh, because uh, he wanted them to so walk in his Bring the starship closer so they could be yeah. the men who walked a thousand miles <laughs> to and fall down at, at door? his door. At, yeah, I don't know. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it was it, it was impressive that they uh, had to. You know, it took them quite a while to go the five miles, but then when they needed to get back, bam, they were there. <laughs> Man, I'm going to be just honest. Just on the other side of the river, uh, the the blow up crater. It, it it was unrealistic for Bones to walk the five miles because it looks like he's on Death's door. Uh, yeah. I mean, he wasn't because he was still around for he was still around for the next generation. He was on the first episode of the next generation. Yeah, but the ne- right. first episode, uh, the first episode of the next generation had already filmed. That was 1987. <laughs> this is 89. That was 19. 19- yeah, no, you're right. Man, he'd already done right. yeah. TNG. So. so 
I well, didn't yeah, believe but, yeah, okay. that he could walk that five miles, number one. And then it just became completely obvious that they, you know, that he's that old and fragile. When when Kirk gets blown back by the blast, which you see Kirk get blown back by the blast, right? From the eyes, from whatever this thing is. Right. And then Spock asks the same question. You didn't answer the question. What does God do with a starship? And he don't gets do blown. It. But he doesn't get blown back. Like, you just don't see it. You just see him fall down. So he's not old enough or he's not young enough to, to, he take, have to take the blowback. Yeah. Right, the stunt. Uh, but he's old. He's not that old where he can't just fall down. McCoy can't do either one. because so he He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like the most belligerent of all three of them. And fucking Cyborg has to step in and go, yeah, don't, dude. You'll kill it. Well, it's because... <laughs> Well, it's because um, McCoy took the Kool-Aid. He drank the Kool-Aid, so he's all like, you know, peace, love, this is God. Well, he blah, drank blah, the blah. Kool-Aid, but his bond with Kirk was so strong that he wasn't going to side with Cybok over Kirk, right. regardless of drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, I, I think it's because he didn't like the taste of the Kool-Aid. It didn't have any bourbon. In no it. bourbon? Yeah, who yeah. puts bourbon in beans? I mean, I cook with a lot of alcohol and a lot of different recipes. I don't, I don't. See bourbon and beans being a good. Maybe you should try it. Maybe you should. Yeah, try it. I, I don't think you can comment on something until you try it. I just, mm-hmm. mm, I don't. Next week, next week uh, on Cooking with Rob, Jason <laughs> will be trying uh, bourbon and beans. I don't know. Let's talk about that scene. How, how did everybody else that Cybok turned right, which is what he did. He brainwashed them. They didn't get a scene like Spock and McCoy. Uh, not enough. They weren't budget. important enough. <laughs> oh, I see. That's dumb. Uh, those scenes were dumb. Both of them were dumb. Very of course, dumb. Spock's pain is from his birth. And well, how does Spock the, remember his birth in the first place? Well, oh, look, there's been there. There was. Look, a, would you remember the hot I, woman that uh, pulled you out of a vagina? Well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I would. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's but that good. wouldn't be a uh, painful memory that I would need purged. No, but there's there's a theory out there that you retain all those memories, but when you hit four, five, six, uh, it, it, like something happens and there's a partition that goes up in your brain and you can't remember those early memories. Like I was reading it, I, I like again useless knowledge. I was reading an article on it. I don't know many moons ago, like last year. Because it's interesting to me because they like they, they even told the story where this little girl remembers Disney World, right? Like two, three years old. And then she hits four, four, five. And all of a sudden, like she just forgets that she went to fucking Disney World. Maybe so. Maybe Vulcans don't have that partition. I, OK, so I can see, you know, neuroplasticity causing you to lose some memories whenever your brain is changing as much as it is whenever you're a baby through uh, adolescence, but I don't see a baby brain being able to hold those memories. I, 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 I think the, well, the transition he's a, a baby, baby human brain. Yeah. Not a baby Vulcan brain, but he's half human though. Okay. So the right hemisphere fucking remembers <laughs> and the left hemisphere doesn't. What do you want? Or, I don't know. or maybe, maybe he's half from the top down type of deal. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it, who says it's left to right? Who says it's left right? It could be from <laughs> bottom to top. Rob. You never know. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why he never married because he's the human half is on the bottom and not the yeah, bottom right. half. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, the human half would have to be on the bottom because he's got Vulcan ears and eyebrows. Right. Well, it's like Rob, like the rest of us got a regular penis and Rob got the micro. How does that go from? I just wanted to remind everybody that you have a micro dick. That is a terrible jump. Yeah, but it's funny. (laughs) All right. Final thoughts. Mm, I'm forever going to think Spock has a micro dick now. How did we get to Spock having a micro penis? He's human on the lower. (laughs) I know, but that doesn't. I mean, he's not Rob on the bottom. Well, there's an old. You don't know that. Rob's human. Yeah, he could have a micro dick. Maybe that's what Sarek was talking about when he looked at the baby and said, "Ugh, (laughs) he looks so human." So you're saying you're saying that that Spock's mom is a descendant of Rob. I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> so Spock is half doorknob. That makes that look, that makes so much more sense now about so much it both with Rob, Rob's mom and Spock. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've, we've uh, come up with a lot of revelations in this episode. <laughs> rewriting the haiku yet again. <laughs> Let's hurry up and get to there's, it. There's not enough syllables for what I want to say. <laughs> All right, James, I've got a question for you. Yes, sir. Is Star Trek V, <laughs> The Final Frontier, more sci-fi than 11-22-63? Oh, my God, I'm crying. Yeah, yeah, there's like photon torpedoes, a fucking alien thinks he's got, there's fucking Vulcan micro dicks. So yeah, there you go. More, more sci-fi than 112263. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you got a haiku for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, this one is titled. He so defeated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Crowley. Part two. Broken Enterprise. This movie still sucks. Big dick. Spock has a brother. And that'll do it for this week. Uh, next week we are going to be reviewing Lower Decks. <laughs> no, we're not reviewing Lower Decks. <laughs> Did you say Lord Dix? No, I said Dex. Okay, just making sure they're fine. Now, next week, uh, we are continuing the summer of Star Trek as we review Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, 1991's movie where on the eve of retirement, Kirk and McCoy are charged with assassinating the Klingon High Chancellor and imprisoned. The Enterprise crew must help them escape to thwart a conspiracy aimed at sabotaging the last best hope for peace. So we're getting away from uh, actor directors on this one. Nicholas Meyer, the director for uh, Wrath of Khan, has come back to direct this one. Story by Leonard Nimoy, and it stars all your favorites. So next week we're going to do Star Trek VI. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to catch my breath. <laughs> I'm still just trying not to laugh. <laughs> Uh, but that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix My Machette. 
If you like this show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at Cytos underscore podcast. Or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. We love you, Rob. We really do. For this week, I'm Jason. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Okay, you were supposed to come in at that point. No, I'm, this is, this is I'm trying to make. I'm trying to make another micro dick. No, about the undiscovered no. Row, country. Row, row, row your boat. Row, 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 row. And we'll talk to you next week. Row, 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 row. This one is in a, this one's titled "Fuck You, Crowley." <laughs> I think we've already had one titled that. <laughs> oh, sorry. This one is titled "Fuck You, Crowley Part 2. Um, Broken Enterprise. This movie still sucks. Big dick. Cock hat. Cock. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, That's a Freudian. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Okay, let's try this again. All right. Um, My side hurts. I'm laughing so much. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, you're the funniest when you're trying not to, when you're not trying to be funny. It's amazing. (laughs) Oh, shit. I might die.